Hi, Glenn Broggett from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ, and with me today is the son of the legendary professional wrestler, the Clawmaster Baron Von Raschke. Now, uh, the Baron is going to have a big, big film about his life uh, premiere here as part of the 40th annual Minneapolis-St. Paul International Film Festival that uh, is going on from May 13th through the 23rd. A very special outdoor screening of this film is coming up on the 13th, and this is a project that has been long in the works and it's finally uh, seeing the light here in 2021 and we are all definitely looking forward to it. Uh, remember uh, talking with our guest today a few years ago when things were just getting underway with uh, the film and I'm so happy to be able to talk to him now that we've reached the he's reached the finish line. With us today is uh, not only the co-producer of The Claw but the son like I mentioned of Baron Von Raschke. A big uh, welcome to Mr. Carl Raschke and Carl thank, thank you so much for coming back on the program some uh how many years has it been since we last talked it's been oh, a while it's been a long time way longer than i expected or wanted it to be <laughs> but so yeah um i don't know maybe five years even yeah um, yeah five six years been, this is yeah this has been a a uh, long gesta- gestating project mm-hmm. so. And when we talked so, to you uh, yeah. since we spoke, yeah, um, you were just, like you said, it was a long process. You were just kind of in the midst of uh, the whole fundraising end of it, that, you know, the, the stuff, the time where the not so fun stuff has to happen so the good stuff can start going and your project could get underway. You were just getting underway with like a Kickstarter sort of thing when we, we last talked. So uh, tell us a little yep. bit about how, how things have gone. This has been a, a, a long road, but again, we finally are able to, uh, you know, get to be able to screen this, this film. Uh, but let's just hear from you because uh, it's been quite quite a while and just a long struggle but you finally have this done you and your partner and we'll learn we'll talk a little bit about uh, Phil's contribution to this as well yeah for sure see um so yeah we so we did the Kickstarter and we had our we had been shooting prior to that and the Kickstarter was kind of trying to get us over a hump in terms of like okay we need to there are all these kind of technical and logistical things that need to happen and we need to you know professional expertise to do certain things and so the kickstarter helped us helped us to a certain extent with those things and that was great and then it was kind of like okay um we need i want to me me personally and i know phil felt the same way we want to tell the best story possible so what's how are we going to shape this and what what can we do with the elements that we've sort of gathered together because the film is a kind of unique mishmash of recreated scenes. And my dad is actually in the scenes telling stories about his wrestling career in these sort of very cinematic recreations. And then there are, there's documentary footage. Like we went and visited Mad Dog Bashan with my dad and they sat down and had a fun conversation playing a little cribbage. Um, And so there's that kind of footage. Then there's, super eight millimeter footage that from my childhood that we transferred and that's gets into the mix. So it was this crazy puzzle that was just kind of like, wow, what a giant mountain to climb to put it together in a way that tells the story in just the right way. So Mm. (laughs) that's kind of the, and I think we, I think we achieved it. So it took a while, but we got there. 
It, it sounds like it, it, at times it must have been an overwhelming process to kind of because you're going at it with so many different angles. I mean, so it's going to. Yep. I mean, it just sounds so entertaining. But I, I'm just thinking, man, just hearing you talk about this and recapturing it as uh, simple as possible. That man, there had to have been some times where it's like, oh, am I ever going to see the end on this? But at the same time, you're like, God, this is so cool. You know, you must have been battling yeah. it. There must have been a real battle at times, though. I mean, just getting yeah. this thing out. And, yeah, and it was. I mean, the thing is, it's like this is you know with, and this is true of any creative project like there there's no right answer but there's a ton of wrong answers you know and mm-hmm. you kind of just have to feel it and see your feel your way there and i always knew there was an amazing movie in this somewhere mm-hmm. and you know it just took a long time to find it and then you know and the, and then there's all the whatever like i was mentioning the technical stuff that goes into it too which you know creative and the technical filmmaking is you know a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) but you had but you had a a good co-producer though i mean going into this i mean uh phil harder as uh you know coming i'm reading some of his uh bona fides and boy if you had somebody to work with you and go down this road these twists and these turns who better to have a a guy Mm -hmm. as accomplished as phil and what was the his working style as a as compared to yours was it pretty much a similar fit or did you bring a few different things and he brought a few different things to the table yeah, I mean, well, so he's this, you know, he's directed, he started out in the sort of in the 80s directing videos. He was a punk rock kid and he directed videos for his friends at first and then grew that into an amazing career where he was, you know, he made videos for the Foo Fighters and Prince and, you know, tons of really, you know, established big rock bands and all kinds of pop bands and that you would know. And so, and he, so he had this amazing ability um, to create sort of these cinematic moments that I have no, I have no clue. You know, he's an amazing director. What I had was my dad and a really deep knowledge of his story and of wrestling in general and sort of, uh, so we could, and it, and my goal and his goal, I think, were aligned in that we wanted to capture, kind of recapture a feeling that in wrestling that I think a lot of people, unless you were there and experienced it, don't kind of understand the the difference between what my dad was doing in, you know, in the 70s and early 80s. And, you know, he started in the early, in the late 60s. So in that era... Wrestling had a very different sort of feel to it, to me, you know, this is from my perspective. And so I wanted to capture some of that in this movie and sort of put it across to an audience. And I think we achieved that. And so people who, if you're a wrestling fan today and want to get a little glimpse about like the history and sort of maybe some things that have been sort of lost to your, uh, you know, that you don't even know about, you're going to be surprised about it. And even if you know a lot about the wrestling history, I think there are some surprises in here too. So it's a fun movie. 
And you talked you talked about <laughs> the, that. you talked about the reenactments and uh, how well timed is it? Because uh-huh. in the recent years, uh, shows like you know I'm speaking specifically of the Dark Side of the Ring has kind of had that same sort of formula that you're kind of injecting into your documentary with the combination of of the clips and the film stuff and the inter- modern interviews with some of these reenactments. And I think that uh, mm-hmm. this definitely has struck a chord. I mean, cinema, cinematic, and wrestling is kind of really met here in the last even mm-hmm. just in the wrestling business itself. Help in the last year or so, so I think what you guys have struck on all these years ago. I mean, you guys might have been just ahead of the curve. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's funny because that um, the the dark side of the ring has sort of popped up in my you know feed more and more often recently. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, and and the interesting thing to me is that one of the motivations for me making this movie is kind of the it's summed up by it's the exact opposite of the dark side of the ring because my dad is so, um, and my life sort of embodies the brightest, lightest, most beautiful side of the wrestling ring, right? My dad is, I think he's a gem of a human being. And I wanted to put that across like this guy that you saw in the ring, he was an amazing wrestler and an amazing had this amazing persona that everyone believed like in the, you know, in the pit of their stomach, like, Oh my God, he's terrifying and horrible. And, you know, (laughs) and he was amazing at that. And in, in his sort of everyday life, he was so diametrically opposed. Like, I think that makes his achievement sort of, you know, special and strange and makes for a good movie, you know, to sort of like, uh, kind of let people in uh, in into this uh world in a different way so well absolutely. So it's kind of a yeah, if you like the dark side of the ring, you you might. I think you'll like the light side too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to be in. The, I mean, a credit to, goes to him for maintaining a family in a business where so many lives have crashed and burned in the business. You know, families mm-hmm. could get broken up, and you know, just the the things that go with it. I mean, through the years in pro wrestling, because of you know just the travel and you know the temptations mm-hmm. and stuff, and to to really hear the, uh, such glowing things all of these years later and to see you know have you and your dad and your ma who you see at some of these events mm-hmm. too it just mm-hmm. you know and your your whole family it, it just uh, this yep. is one of those things that really kind of goes against the grain as far as pro wrestling and all of these stories so again you mentioned the bright side of the ring the bright side of family too comes into play yep. yeah and well and it's like the uh i think it's um you know i in some of the materials we're making for the movie, we talk, we call the movie shocking and it's shocking in a, uh, in a way that, uh, is, will surprise you. You know, it's not, uh, necessarily what comes to mind. <laughs> it's like, wow, they're shockingly, you know, tender. Mm-hmm. I'm really <laughs> anyway. interested too in, in, in some of the, the home movies you had. I mean, growing up, mm-hmm. you, you grew up as uh, the son of a professional wrestler. And I mean, you, those, those uh, family get togethers, uh, they weren't exactly just the average ma and pa sit at the, you know, the little TV trays or maybe get the old <laughs> cake out and play a little ball. I mean, you, you had some larger right. than life characters that were, it was almost like it was the norm for you, but could you tell us yep. just a little bit about having that childhood and being in this part of the country and boy, the AWA, you 
way, I mean, I, I think so many memories, and I've heard so many other great memories of, of the Baron from, from George Shire, the uh, historian yep. extraordinaire, but... Boy, to grow mm-hmm. up, especially at that time, again, it was a real golden age of wrestling, and you got to know that you know, kind of see these people just in their regular out of the you know out of the ring into the street clothes, just being real. Can you t- share a little bit about those experiences? Because to me, that is so. I'm fascinated that being on the outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they these folks would either sometimes they'd stay over at our house if they had a day off on the road, and they were near, you know. It was, didn't live in near in town or whatever. Um, or we'd have family get togethers and everyone would come over. We had, there's some footage in the movie and it's a, a barbecue. I can't, I, I'm not even sure where it was. I was very little and I'm like probably three years old, but Bobby Heenan is there and he has his dog and he's, he, the dog is dressed in pants and a shirt and it's running in <laughs> circles and jumping up. And he's like, you know, holding a treat and the dog is kind of doing a circus act. So that was, that's kind of typical. But I came home one day and my, uh, my sister and I came home from school one day and there are three of the midget wrestlers, the little, little people um, in the backyard. My parents are nowhere to be found and they're in the backyard playing catch with a, my baseball mitt and, you know, our, our baseball mitt and mitts and the baseball. So that was kind of, Par for the course. You never know who was going to be there. Mad Dog was often at our house, and he was at one of my dad's closest friends in the business. And mm-hmm. and he's he talk- like, speaking oh, of somebody, like my dad was very different from who he was in the ring. Mad Dog was a, a, a gentleman, but he was also a mad dog kind of all the time. <laughs> he had his own his own frequency and uh which was always great. You know, he was a great storyteller, loved to tell a joke, a very, you know, a long winding uh, kind of, uh, what, what do you call him? Kind of shaggy dog storyteller. So, Bit of a bit of a rack yeah. on tour, if you if you want to yes, put it sure. out there nicely. Uh, you know, you yes, talked exactly. about you talked about the Mad Dog, and of course, uh, you know, a lot of guys in between the time that you started and the time uh, the the product is coming out, this film, The Claw, have passed on. You talked about Bobby Heenan, you talked about Mad Dog, and. Uh, Stan Kowalski and Dusty Rhodes and yep. Nick Bockwinkel. That's, I mean, we could go on and on, but just to, yep. how important is it to you to be able to have this done and to be able to show this to your dad in its finished form? Your dad had been uh, collaborating it, but how, how good is that? Because you're able to share this moment with him, not only to film, but you were able to show him, you know, as you're sitting out there watching it together. You're able to do mm-hmm. that, and you're not uh, wait. You know, it wasn't like five years too late or whatever it is. Yeah, just timing sure. is of the essence with this because you know we're not guaranteed tomorrow, and uh, our parents no. are, are all getting up there in the years. But it's so nice that we're able to share these things in their twilight. Yes, yeah, and that was. I mean, I it was a little heartbreaking to me that we weren't able to show it to Mad Dog, um, but he was also in decline when we shot. For the movie so i kind of knew that he was he was showing early signs of alzheimer's and so i kind of knew that wasn't going to happen just because um but the my dad is 80 this year he'll be 81 in july and so i was highly aware of his age as we were putting this together and trying to get it done and running into roadblocks and it's like oh you know i really want him to see this and i want sort of 
to get the story out there in a way where people can sort of interact with him after they see it, you know, and have a little uh, celebration of this, I think, really special um, moment in wrestling history. So, yeah, it was, it, it, it means a lot. And I'm really excited. He's going to be at the screening. And you mentioned the screening. The screening's actually on the 14th. I think you okay. said 13th. Earlier. Okay, correction. Anyway, correction, the 14th. We yeah, got it right. We don't want people yeah. coming. Are they having something on the 13th? So if they don't, if they come on on the 13th, there's, there's an empty lawn. We, we, you know, I don't want to feel the heat from that now. Right, exactly. It's the 14th. Um, anyway, um, one other thing I was going to mention, just speaking of the screening, is the, so the film festival is on, um, is like most of it is streaming because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so the film will actually also be able to be available for streaming through the film festival website from the 5th, May 15th to May 23rd. So if people want to come to the, whatever it, what is it called? It is mspfilm.org. They can find information about the film festival and you can actually buy a ticket to stream the movie. So so for those who aren't, another, aren't able to make it to the uh, yep, to the big outdoor exactly. event, they're able to uh, stream it that way. Right. And I'm um, looking; there's some pretty cool stuff going on with the, with this movie, this film festival. Uh, you, yeah. you're, you're rubbing shoulders with a very highly anticipated documentary called Summer of Soul. So, boy, I, yep. I mean, to be able to be in the byline with that is, is definitely some good support and some good potential press for this big event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're. Uh... We're very excited to be a part of the film festival. It's real. It's, you know, it's legit. <laughs> and uh, so that's, it's a vote of confidence. And we're there also, you know, we, as the year goes on here, we're going to um, submit the film to other festivals. So there'll be other chances probably to stream it because so many festivals are just doing, you know, it's virtual streaming kind of festivals. Um, but we hope to do more in-person screenings, you know, so. Just we'll have to keep As that well. out there. I mean, yeah. we'd love to have you, yeah, you know, exactly. if, if things uh, work out logistically and the way, you know, things get, mm-hmm. you know, with the way the times are now and things start to improve. I mean, it would be awesome to have yep. a, a screening of the the claw appear in even in this radio listening area of Thief River Falls, yep. Minnesota, because, my God, this is claw country. Yes. And well, and that's uh, like one of the things I imagine is being able to, yeah, book a theater in a, in a town and take it on the road a little bit, you know. And when when we get the all clear, I don't want to endanger anybody. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. You know, we don't want that hanging on you, man. But anyway, I got to, you know, I got to talk about it because yep. we, we I touched on it a little bit. And I think uh, sure. this late, this person should be given some real proper credit, too, is, you know, behind every great man is a woman and your mom. I mean, some of the things she has done yep. through the years and how she has uh, stood by. And, you know, she's really had such a great presence in his, your dad and your whole family's life. But keeping things together, too. I mean, so much credit. Credit has to be given to to the mothers out there and your mom in particular. For sure. Oh yeah, Mrs. Claw is uh, they're they're a very strong team. You know, married over fifty years and just you know she's been there every step of the way and helped us. You know, like it's it's funny because I grew up thinking that every mom was like a logistical. Uh, wonderkin kind of because she moved us you know we moved a ton and she would have it was like she had a whole system of like how to pack up a house you know and get everything ready to go and how to set up the new house you know it was like it was like clockwork so and that was you know an amazing thing one of the things i talk about in the movie is like 
our you may think a wrestler's family has a chaotic life, but our family had a very um was very stable and that is a huge you know, a huge credit to her. Like we had a a wacky sort of carnival carny carny style lifestyle on some level, but also just very, very stable and loving. So and that's great. You came out on the other end a, feeling yeah. all right, man. You're you're good exactly. to go. You got this night this movie that'll be out. And uh where where is yes. this where is the screening going to be here? I, I don't think we got got that mentioned here. Where are you guys screening the film yeah. on the fourteenth? So it's a, so the film festival they're having two um live in person screenings. Everything else is virtual, but the and the claw is gonna be screened. It's at the Como Lakeside Pavilion in Saint Paul at Como Park. So, not too far from Thief River Falls, if you want to make a day of it. Oh, no. And um, it'll be outside, and um, it's, it's in the pavilion, so it has a roof, but it's super open air, and the idea is that we it can be shown rain or shine, and we can, you know, have a, it's, I think the capacity is 180 people, so, you know, as uh, Roger Kent, or not Roger Kent, who's it? I can't, now I'm going to get his name wrong. Marty O'Neill? Marty Marty O'Neill. As Marty O'Neill used to say, run, don't walk. Get your tickets today. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Carl Rashke. The movie is The Claw, a biographical portrait of Carl's dad, pro wrestling icon, Minnesota icon. uh, He may be a Nebraska boy, but he'll always be Minnesotan to us too. Baron Von (laughs) Rashke. Thank you so much, Carl. You're very welcome. Thanks a lot. See you all on the 14th. Yeah, the 14th. I'm going to get it wrong, too. (laughs) For Pioneer (laughs) 90.1, I'm Glenn Proggett. Thank you.